Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading John chapter 19 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. Review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Jesus sentenced to be crucified. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They closed him in a purple robe and went up to him again and again, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and they slapped him in the face. Once more, Pilate came out and said to the Jews gathered there, Look, and bring him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priest and their officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! But Pilate answered, You take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. The Jewish leaders insisted, We have a law, and according to that law he must die, because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid, and he went back inside the palace. Where do you come from? He asked Jesus, but Jesus gave him no answer. Do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said, Don't you realize I have power either to free you or to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to set Jesus free, but the Jewish leaders kept shouting, If you let this man go, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who claims to be a king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judge's seat at a place known as the Stone Pavement, which in Aramaic is Gabbatha. It was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about noon. Here is your king, Pilate said to the Jews. But they shouted, Take him away, take him away, crucify him. Shall I crucify your king? Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar, the chief priest answered. Finally, Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified, the crucifixion of Jesus. So the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priest of the Jews protested to Pilate, Do not write the King of the Jews, but that this man claimed to be the King of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, divided them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. The garment was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, They divided my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciples who he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. 
and to the disciple, Here is your mother. From that time on, the disciple took her into his home. The death of Jesus. Later, knowing that evening had now been finished, and so that the scripture will be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now it was the day of preparation, and the next day was a special Sabbath. Because the Jewish leader did not want the bodies left on the cross during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus, and then those of the other. When they came to Jesus, they found him already dead, so they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw it has given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows that he tells the truth, and he testifies so that you also may believe. These things happen so that the scripture will be fulfilled, not one of his bones will be broken. And, as another scripture says, they will look on the one they have pierced. The Burial of Jesus Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was the disciple of Jesus, but secretly, because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with spices and strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. This is the end of John chapter 19. So here in chapter 19, we see Jesus sentenced to be crucified. Pilate not wanting to do it and asking Jesus, but Jesus refusing to answer his questions. And finally telling him that he has no power, but the power given from the person above him. And then the crucifixion is ordered. So then Pilate orders the soldiers to take Jesus and crucify him. Finally, we see the death of Jesus where he gives up his spirit. And then we see the burial of Jesus where Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus actually ask for his body, take it, and bury it in a tomb nearby, as written in the scriptures. So now let us pray. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the Holy Spirit illuminating our hearts. Thank you for showing us the path to righteousness. Lord, your story is one of a kind. Your mercy and your love for us and the extent that you go to demonstrate that, to save us and to make us pure and holy is amazing. We'll never be able to repay that. We'll never be able to comprehend that. But we thank you, Lord, and we praise you every single day. Jesus, thank you so much. 
for being our Father and our Savior and our guide and our counselor. Father, thank you. We open up our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This concludes today's reading interpretation of John chapter 19. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.